Good evening, everyone. Welcome to Um Actually Comics. My name is Tristan, and I am joined today, for the first time ever, by Bob. Did you see me make that weird <laughs> jump up and down motion you seemed, when you started? You seemed like you were very excited. I was excited because you just started. I was like, yeah. like, wow. And then I was like, wow, that was like the lamest thing. I'm so glad this is not videotaped. Well, be... I got a surprise for you today, Bob. No, this is going out footage. live to the five people who listen to it on video. I think there's more than five people. There are actually more than five people. Um, so, uh, yeah. So, mm. we're talking about comic books. <laughs> and uh, Boy, howdy, are there a lot this Yeah, week. and this is, a, this is one of those weeks where there's just so much stuff that I think we can't uh, tarry. Yeah, yeah, we're going to hustle. All right. Verbally hustle. Do, 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 do. Do the hustle. Uh, <laughs> all right. Uh, Action Comics 1047. Yeah. Uh, there is a cover by a, a guy <laughs> that we don't know who he is. His name is Steve Reach, and I love it. It's like, I think he's a I think he's a star in the making. Steve Beach. Sorry. Beach. I apologize. Uh, I was literally looking at his name and uh, still said the wrong thing. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I love it. He, Superman looks insane. Everyone looks insane. It's a very like it's a very 2000 AD looking cover. I think I, I, I think your call that he looks like uh, Har- Stan Laurel he or looks, Oliver Hardy. Like, I'm not sure which actually, one is he which. He looks like a combination of the two of them jammed together. Yeah, it's he's just got a really high forehead, and I think that's what um, <laughs> but, I do like the cover. Well, also he's making a smirk that's very uh, yeah. Lo- yeah, Stan Laurel. He's gonna Laurel. do some fast talking high trousers. <laughs> yes. He really needs some higher trousers. Uh, we've also got Amazing Spider-Man number 10, which is a tie-in to the Judgment Day. Yes, it's a similar concept to last week's uh, Avengers comic, where a Sentinel... Yes. No, it's not a Sentinel. It's it is a, a... What are they called? Oh, my God. Celestial. Celestial. And they I wanted show to up call in, him a Centennial. <laughs> I wanted to call him a Colostomy for some reason. <laughs> so I was perfect. just like, I don't know what, why that word popped That's in my fine. head. That's fine. He's a Colostomy. A Colostial. <laughs> And uh, <laughs> he shows up in the form of someone's loved one and judges them. Just a bag of shit. <laughs> yeah, he's like, <laughs> we just oh, wrote no. the Colossals. Uh, yeah, we we wrote a fucking Mad Magazine parody of this. I'm so sorry, everyone. Yes, um, but this one is drawn by Nick Dragotta, and it's very good. The art. It is very good. The whole thing is very good. That's it's good. really. It's a bit weepy, but it's it works. Like it's yeah. really. I mean, the person who was weepy is me. I was the one that was like, <laughs> was "Oh, it was really in tears. Oh, this is like really sweet." Uh, and it was it was just very well done, and it was done by somebody who had a very deep understanding of the relationship between uh, Peter Parker and Gwen Stacy. And I think it was really it was really sweet. Yeah, yeah. It just Spider Man has been this this new iteration since number one, since the new number one has been just a fucking treat and I'm just so happy that Spider-Man is good again. Yeah, it's really good. It's funny actually. I read a thing online from somebody a long time very big Spider-Man fan who was talking about how terrible it was and I was like, "What planet are you living on, dude?" That's very sad. Yeah, it just was like one of That's those bizarre. things where it's like the take just like made no sense and it was like someone was like really angry about how bad it was and wow. I was just like That's it's not bad. That's like it's it's like legitimately not bad. It's it the feels, best take on Spider-Man in years. Yeah, it feels hard. Like I I'm usually able to understand differences in opinion on things, but this yeah. feels like 
it is just definitively good. Yeah. As far as I'm concerned. Yeah. It's good. Um, and also definitively good is Ant Man. I very much I love the art. I you know honestly like I I have not read consistently. I I think I I don't I haven't read the first two, but I read this one and I was <laughs> like I'm confused, but the art's so good. Oh, I love the first um, two. And yeah, I like it. I just like I was like I shouldn't have read this without having read the first two. <laughs> True. Um, yeah, there's a there's a new weird character in it that is new and weird. Is it that v- amalgam character? Yes. Yeah, yeah, that's not new. That happened in a previous oh, comic. Oh, did it really? Yeah, okay. it, I think it happened in an Avengers comic. It was a character that I had never seen before, and I was like, "Who? what the fuck is this? Yeah, it's it's real weird. It's not a good take, but they... Fair. There's there's reasons, and if I, I feel like if I got into why I think right. the reasons are, I would spoil some of the comics, so why why do it? Why? Why do that? Why, why? would you? Why? Why would I do it? Just don't do it. I won't. Uh, <laughs> we've got Archie Showcase Digest number 10. It's all Sabrina the Teenage Witch for her 60th Ooh. anniversary special. Ooh. Yay! Uh, we didn't got see that. I want to see Axie that. Avengers number one. Ah, uh, yeah. I don't know. The art was really good in this. I will say that. Yeah, I mean, it's an Avengers book. Nobody's going to buy it. I just, it. yeah, I don't, I feel like I, I look, when I bought that Avengers book last week and it was part of the crossover and I like looked at the crossover checklist, yeah, yeah. I was like, I feel like I got more, like, I feel like my bank account went down just like looking at it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's too much. <laughs> but I, it, hmm. I don't know. It is interesting. This crossover is a different thing than I think they've ever done before. Where it, it's so smart, I think, just in general, because what it does is it essentially goes into each series and delves into the heart of each character mm-hmm. as part of a story that is an over an overarching, you know, so big plot. So the wh- whole point is to go to each character and say, why are you relevant? Mm-hmm. And that's literally the plot of the comic. <laughs> and then they is- get to the X-Men and they're like, oh, you guys got to go now. You guys are dicks. You guys are kind of turned into assholes. And, yeah, yeah. Uh, no. Um, so basically what you're saying is it's kind of like Secret Wars 2, but better. Well, see, because wasn't Secret Wars 2 kind of that where the Beyonder showed up and oh, had to go to every superhero and it's a better learn ver- what it yeah, meant yeah. to be a human. Absolutely. Yeah. It's just it's a better version of that yeah. because but that was that was also a very brilliant way to go through all that. It's just the execution yeah. was a little iffy on Secret Wars yeah. 2. Another crossover kind of following that pattern was Legends from DC. Yeah, that was sorta. great. I kind of lo- I kind of loved that. I liked it. I actually recently re- reread most of the main series of that and mm. uh, I think high concept wise it was good although there was like one thing with batman in the series where i was like he wouldn't like it actually got me angry i was like he batman would never do that like there there's a- there's they're in a shopping mall him and robin it's when jason todd was robin and um and they're in the shopping mall fighting a mob of people that have been mind controlled to hate superheroes by glorious yeah. godfrey and someone throws a bottle of perfume in batman's face and commissioner gordon is there and Robin gets like literally swallowed by the mob and Commissioner Gordon's like, Batman, you got to get out of here. We got to leave you. And he's like, I need to save Robin. And he's like, no, like we'll have to come back for him later. There's, there's no, there's no sense. And it's like, and then they trash the Batmobile, the mob. And I'm just like, there's no way Batman walks away from this because of perfume. Like because of perfume. That's, that's why. That's all that, that happened. Was his- That's all it took to get Batman to abandon his his thirteen year old ward <laughs> to, a to a bloodthirsty mob. mob was that he got some perfume in his eyes. It, it, I was suck. like, nope. 
Sorry. Sorry, Legends. Sorry, John Ostrander. Oh, Strander. <laughs> you know a comic where Batman gets zero perfume in his eyes? That would be Batman Beyond the White Knight number five. That's true. There is zero perfume There's in this. There's absolutely nice no perfume in this. Uh, but there is a big craziness that happens that mm. is really fun the switcheroonie yes there's a thing that happens and it is so good and honestly the reaction it's very funny and i just i like the i like the writing i like i yeah. mean i like it the only thing it did sort of confuse me a little bit because of how he chose to illustrate it yes. where it was just like but once i got used to it it took like a page and then i was like okay i know what's happening oh yeah yeah, yeah. no i mean i Honestly, if I if I say anything, it's going to spoil it. So no, um, we won't. We'll just leave it. But uh, it's great. All of our copies are signed, uh, and we're sold out of the one in twenty fives already. I don't know how the fuck that happened, but ooh, apparently, ooh. someone was like signed one in twenty five. Hello, that's my favorite. We definitely had a couple people buy two copies. But that's my favorite ratio. It is one of my favorite. <laughs> I mean, it's great. It's the blight one. Uh, Sean came in, and I was like, "Dude, does this glow in the dark?" And he was like, "No. Why the hell doesn't it glow in the dark?" Well, we dropped the ball, but I didn't see it. Unfortunately, it's really great. It's, it's Blight, the uh, the the villain of the the old Beyond series. He's just oh. he looks like uh, Doctor Phosphorus, you know. Oh yeah, yeah, I know that one. He's very he's very Doctor Phosphorus esque. Yeah, only he's uh, in Sean's That's... design. He's got a uh, like a Hellraiser cloak. Uh, it's yeah. really cool. I like his I like his choice of outfit. It's a very like it literally has the little Hellraiser holes in it. Yep. So. Which is funny because I don't think Sean's ever seen Hellraiser. I think we keep trying to force it on him, and I don't think he's ever managed to get through it. Too scared. He's terrified. No, I think it's because Colleen is always with him, and she will not watch Hellraiser. Yeah. Uh, so we have that. We also have the nice hardcover of Batman: Curse of the White Knight. Mm. Uh, it is the deluxe edition. Those are, of course, also signed. Nice. Uh, we've got Batman Fortress number five of eight. This is oddly strange. <laughs> now there's a combination of adjective and uh, <laughs> and, and, and other adjective. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah. No. I just it, it has ad, like a bunch ad of verb and adjective. Yeah. It has like um, strangely strange. It's oddly strange. Oddly, that's what it was. I'm sorry. That was uh, don't quote. Don't misquote me. Yeah, it's much better. <laughs> Yours is way better. Uh, yeah, it's just the guest stars in it are are odd to me. Like it was like I was expecting this to be like Batman and this like espionage kind of thing, and it's just kind of turning into more of like a Batman teams up with the next generation of superheroes. Hmm. So, Interesting. I don't know. Also, Lex Luthor's super suit in it is fucking bananas. <laughs> Speaking of which, um, someone uh, brought in a comic to sell, and it was like I think it was Avengers eighty three because they is like, that the male chauvinist pigs one? No, I wish it was that one. Oh, I have that uh, one. Instead, it was the uh, yeah, that's the the first appearance of the new Valkyrie, right? Uh yeah. Except for it's not Valkyrie. It's right. It's uh, Enchantress. Right. Um. Yeah. So that it was it was the one that has Richard Nixon in it. Ooh. I was like <laughs> Yeah, that was that was a great guest star. Of all the guest stars you could get for your comic, Richard Nixon 
A plus. Does he actually have like a active role in the comic, Not or is really. he just like in a? Panel? He's just kind of like there. Yeah. But the 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 thing in the and I'm sorry, we're already like we're only on B and we're already getting sidetracked. But we're like only on the fifth Batman book, <laughs> Lex Luthor has his like typical power suit, you know, like that superpower yeah, yeah. super suit, yeah, yeah. except for it's got the seal of the President of the United States all yeah, over that's it. Right. It's really funny. <laughs> Uh, okay, so next up we've got uh, which sorry. which Batman do we have? Uh, uh, Batman, Batman the audio the adventure. Audio adventures. Spoiler I, alert: There's no audio to this comic. <laughs> God damn it! No, it's actually a really good comic though. It is. It's really cool. Uh, it definitely. Well, I say it looks like a really good comic. I didn't actually read read it. I kind of did read read it, and it is very much like a Batman the animated series kind of throwback. It's yeah. fun. It looks uh, good with, and fun. With a bunch and... of interesting modern writers and artists, yeah. and especially, it's it would be especially something uh, for fans of the episode of the Killer Croc episode of the animated series oh, because yeah. it's got a lot about Croc and what's her name the little the little girl who's actually an adult. Oh nice. Yeah, I honestly Jay Bone is the inker. I don't know David Marquez, but this is Real as cool. close as I've seen to uh like someone who comes close to Darwin Cook style. Yeah. I really like the art in this. Yeah, and, and it's and it doesn't look like Darwin Cook. It looks no, like No, but it has like a Right, it's got his it's got the soul of a Darwin Cook yeah. illustration. I agree. Yeah. I dug it. Yeah. Yep, same. Uh so we got a couple of these uh things that if I had known the covers that were on them, I would never have spent money on them. Uh Black Adam, uh JSA Black Rain and Black Adam Rise and Fall of an Empire. They both have the fucking rock on the cover. I mean, I think every Black Adam thing is going to have the rock on it now. Right? I hate it, and it's yeah. stupid, and <laughs> nobody wants it, and it'll never sell. I will wind up throwing these out for fucking five bucks in two months. Yeah, I can't. I mean, I don't know. The pessimist in me thinks that Black Adam won't be a hit, but you never know. Oh, it's not that. It's I, I have no opinion one way or the other. It's just if it had been... Even the best of them, even if it was Batman, you know, 89 and it was like, look, it's Michael Keaton instead of an illustration. People don't like that shit. People yeah. want a cover that's a comic cover. Yeah. Like The Rock is not in this comic. <laughs> you know, like <laughs> it is not about the movie. It is an existing comic that has been repurposed with one photo of The Rock that's used <laughs> on both covers. They just put the logo in different places it sucks on toast, is what I'm saying. Uh, okay. Anyway, Blood Syndicate Season 1, 5 of 6 is out. We've got Blue and Gold, the trade paperback. Um, that's the most recent miniseries that came out. Which was decent. It was. It was decent. Nothing to write home about, but if you no. like Booster Gold and Blue Beetle yeah. doing their thing. It did have it, almost it every issue drawn by Ryan Suck. Yeah, yeah. I which mean, was good. the art was good. The story was fun. It, you know, it's it's more of what you like about about Booster Gold and Blue Beetle. It's just, you know, it wasn't breaking any new ground. What is breaking new ground? And again, I have to say this with a caveat because I'm annoyed that it's a fucking TV writer and it <laughs> bums me out that I have to say that this was one of my favorite books this week, but Briar, number one, what a good comic. Yeah, I really liked it. I'm uh, like, I, I think from beginning to end, this is a concept that has been tried before and people have failed trying to do this concept. It's, uh, it's also 
something that I have bitched about before where I dislike people taking something that's like, oh, we've got something that has a traditional version, but we're going to do it different. Mm. And it's like, this is my take. And it's not your daddy's version of Snow White. (laughs) It's like, oh, fuck you. And this is all of those things, but is so goddamn well done. Yeah. That... it actually makes me mad that it's so good it's yeah it's awesome the art is great i can't wait for the next issue straight up just one of my favorite books this week quite good um okay uh yeah brigade number one remastered uh i don't under i mean it's there's an audience and i'm not gonna shit on it but this is not a book that i am even sort of interested in nope doesn't uh, matter who drew the pages. Yep. Captain America, Symbol of Truth, number five. It was actually pretty good. Nice Sam Wilson versus Black Panther mm. kind of Wakanda angle. Good. Nice. Uh, we also have uh, Conan, The Barbarian, original Marvel Years, number eight omnibus. Mm. Wow. There are so many. So many omnibi. There are so many of those original Conan books jinkies um damage control number two of five i wish i had read it i i want to like this no it's fine and it has really good art i did get the first issue i just i don't know it just didn't really work for me it's it's adam goldberg who writes the goldberg so i have no reason to to, again it's another tv writer i've never seen the goldbergs i have seen one episode and i was like oh it's a shitty sitcom who fucking cares (laughs) whatever that's just me uh, but another standout this week for me is uh, DC Horror presents Sergeant Rock versus the Army Ooh. of the Dead number one. Yeah. Uh, written by none other than Bruce Campbell uh, of Evil Dead fame. Yeah. And of course, uh, Jack of Hearts and uh, Xena and uh, Briscoe County Jr. fame. Uh, I don't Jack and of Hearts? Mikhail's Navy. Jack of all trades? Jack of... I don't know. That's you it, got me on that I one. I think it was Jack of all trades. Okay. Although he would have made a really good Jack of Hearts for a Marvel story <laughs> back in the day. I mean, yeah. In his prime. In his prime. Um yeah, so this is this is nothing that's going to speaking of not breaking any new ground. That's breaking a little new ground. There's, okay, there's some really cool little bits of it. And honestly, I think that's the part that is the most interesting about this for me is the fact that this is a zombie horror comic takes place in Nazi Germany. So we're talking, it's like Overlord. It's like Frankenstein's army. If you're a horror nerd, these are, these are your references. Mm. Uh, And it's very much like a lot of the Hellboy stuff, you know, it's, there's, there's a lot of things that have done this before, but for some reason that there's little tiny tweaks that to me make it feel fresh and I'm excited about it. And also because they're not, it's not like a reanimated army of zombies that are just normal. They are massively overpowered. You're talking about yeah. uh, basically there is a scene in this. I don't want to spoil this whole comic by saying the fun things that I enjoyed about it, <laughs> but when they first encounter a zombie easy company like basically he's like hey somebody take him down and then one of them grabs it and it throws him across the room and then it takes all of them to subdue the zombie like all seven or eight of them right. cannot hold him down 
and eventually they just wind up emptying all of their clips into it and finally killing it. So it's it, it's definitely more of a an elevated threat than the average like because one of the problems with one of these things is that it does become very much like that uh, that uh, oh my god Shaolin cowboy series where it's just nothing but killing zombies where you just yeah. over and over and <laughs> over and over and it's like. But by making them an elevated threat as opposed to just kind of like throwaways, it makes it a much more interesting story just in the way that they're doing it. And honestly, it's funny. Like, he's got a great sense of humor. He nails a bunch of stuff. Uh, I actually really liked his writing. Yeah. So No, I thought the writing was good. So there you go. And there's and, a cool oh. polybagged uh, um, Frank Quietly horror, gory <laughs> very, horror cover that's very pretty gory. cool. I love it. Yeah. Um, also, I'm sorry. I was just flipping through that Sabrina comic, and there's a comic coming out soon called Big Ethel Energy. <laughs> <laughs> and so <laughs> Ethel is what Archie calls his penis, I assume. Uh, okay, fine. <laughs> sorry. I will accept that that exists in the world. It does. And I'll try to forget about it. <laughs> <laughs> you won't be able to because you'll have to sell it. I can't forget about it. Uh, DC Mech number three of six is out. I think DC Mech is much better it's, than you would expect it to be. Uh, it is frustratingly, and that's all I'll say. It is frustratingly, frustratingly better good. than yeah. what you would expect. Yeah. You would expect this to be an incredibly stupid, poorly done comic, yeah. and then it turns out to be really good. That it would be an easy pass, and then you're just it's, like, actually, this is really cool. It's just an alternate universe where yeah. all the DC heroes have giant mechs. Yeah, and I mean, it's... This does this does place. happen over at DC from time to time. I mean, uh, Injustice is an example of this. Yeah. I mean, obviously a much better example, but like, you know, nobody thought Injustice was going to be anything. It was based on a fucking fighting game. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like he was given basically this easy assignment to be like, all right, phone in this story. And, you know, and he had a star making run at it instead, which yeah. is great. And I think that this is a very similar kind of thing. Man, I honestly maybe think that like a really positive, like a, a, a something they could do and have have success with would be like just hold on to like three or four, five, maybe at the most continuity books of like mm -hmm. the regular Earth or whatever. One of them being like an anthology book. Yeah. Um, turn action comics back into an anthology yes book or whatever. absolutely action comics do that an anthology. and then have all of the other comics that come out be parallel universe comics everything absolutely because like there's just they're good and then they should also have a line of reprints absolutely. just give me dc comics i'll make it successful i mean i i, I absolutely agree with you on this i 100 newsprinty like yeah. chonk like old cool like one of those a week absolutely They'd sell. 100%. I think that's I guarantee great. you already sold out of those action comics that you had. Or are you probably close to? Which ones? The, the, oh, the ones from yeah, last yeah. week? Yeah. yeah. People love that shit. They love it. Yeah. The detectives are sold out. I mean, yeah. the all of the copies of... Uh, oh, shit. What's the... What's the big uh, the big playing card issue of Batman? Is it 181? The, oh, the Neil yeah, Adams yeah, yeah, with, yeah. The, with the Joker playing card yes. and the yes. roller coaster. Um, that issue that we had back then I ordered a hundred fucking copies of that because I was like got it this is you know people want this yeah um it sold out a hundred copies in shop and like we had a few copies left and I checked and I was like oh shit 
and they're going for like 20 bucks online so i threw Damn. them back up on the website and i was like okay I'm put these back up those sold out at whatever the price was that i put them at Damn. people are paying elevated prices for these reprints because that's how in yeah. demand they are and i i would bet and this is like obviously conjecture but like if you were to get like a group of people like kids people my age people yeah. whatever age put them in a room give them a stack of comics and some of those were in there that's yeah. the ones they'd want oh yeah like oh way over the ones yeah. that are like the you know i mean that said there's some good stuff and we should keep talking about the new stuff that's well great. i mean i think i think when it comes to this stuff there is a certain amount of modern comics do appeal to a modern audience and they're yeah. like especially for kids yeah but um but i also think that I, it shocks the shit out of me that Marvel doesn't just release Amazing Spider-Man starting at Amazing Fantasy 15 and just go up from there. Yeah. Just or say you're releasing the first 100 issues even and just once a week release one reprint. I think it would do huge blockbuster sales personally. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> I I personally would like to see something that's like um like going back to comics that you can't get. Oh, like, I mean, like Golden Age comics. DC like is DC, the perfect like example. Doing like you yeah, know yeah. action comics from number one. Right. Like that would be badass. Yeah, I yeah. love like there's so many things like adventure comics would be another one that like I would love it if it was just like every week a reprint of a new issue of a of a of a they have it you know yeah like, yeah I mean they can ju they could just do it it's they've already got half of yeah. it like scanned already you know. It's weird. Anyway. Anyway. I just want vigilante comics. <laughs> it's like, do adventure comics first. Comes, comes. <laughs> Everyone's seen action comics. Uh, DC versus vampires, number nine. Ah, I loved this issue. It was so good. Did you read it? I did not. It's so good. It's great. You know, I think I am going to read it now that it is in a giant hardcover of DC versus vampires hardcover volume one. But that's just the first six. I know. I will probably start on that. Yeah, no. Oh, you haven't read any of it? I read the first three issues. So. Oh, man. So you don't even know who the Vampire King is. I do, because oh, okay. I did I did get that far. I actually, I mean, I skimmed some of the other ones. Unfortunately, I don't get to do a real thorough read-through of stuff. And I feel like this is a book that I would actually like to own and or go through completely. Um yeah, I, I think it would be worth it. I, I think, think so it's too. really good. But and I especially also feel like the last, I want to like, do Deceased as well, because I'm really into that. Oh, Deceased is great, too. too. But that's like kind of what I'm talking about, yeah. of like all these other, like have all the books be, because exactly. like that's where the good stories are, you know? I mean, it. yeah. I, I mean, not saying that the other ones aren't good, but no, like, but it's I know just, what you mean. You know, it's just kind of watered down some of the stuff that they're doing. And it's like, it's just because there's so much of this. When you try to make it continuity, there's just already, it's already been done. Right. So to do stuff that hasn't been done, you have to break from continuity. Absolutely. Because, and Marvel will never do it because Marvel is defined by continuity yes. now, like way more than DC ever yeah. has been. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Um, so. Next up is one of my top picks for uh, the like YA world. This is a great little Halloween thing. It is called Dead Man Tells the Spooky Tales Trade Paperback. It's one of those little digest editions, and it's all spooky stories with Dead Man. What? Yeah, it's very cool. Okay, I'm going to go get it. I'm, I'm a big fan. Uh, it is uh, by Franco, who I also very much like. Uh, even though I can't for the life of me think of a single thing that I remember him from, even though I know I like him. T Tiny Titans. Thank you. 
Uh, oh, all right. This looks cool. Isn't that great? Yeah. I mean, and I love the treatment, like the cover, the cover like is all great. of the spot colors yeah, and all the stuff that they're doing on it. They're really great. It's it's just really good. I think it glows in the dark too, which is also awesome. Oh yeah, definitely does. At least the logo <laughs> does. But uh, so the... I mean, Dead Man. I feel like uh, I feel like oh, man, Dead his Man eyes on the back. Glow yeah, too. yeah. Cool. Between Dead Man and the Spectre, I think the two of those characters have had more glow in the dark covers than any other character in history. Yeah, they should do a intercompany with Ghost Rider. Exactly. Ghost Rider is the other one that has had very many of those glowy covers. Uh, but yeah, awesome. Ooh, I, lo- I actually really like this yeah, visual yeah. treatment of Dead Man, where yep. it's like costume is kind of like all smoke. Yeah, I hope that somebody does something with this for an actual animated series. It would be amazing to do a Tales from the Crypt with the DC Universe using Dead Man as the Crypt Keeper. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, because it's not like it's not like DC stories. It's just horror stories that are. Yep. Ah, this is great. Yep. Cool. Why not? Uh, anyway, we got Deathstroke Incorporated, number 13. We've got Defenders Beyond, number three. Holy shit, <laughs> I loved it. Best... I love this cover also. I uh, also the, want to shout out the cover. cover or the Funny, first cover. I love yeah. the A cover. The A cover I'm... is great. I actually almost, I wanted to buy both, and I was just like, I can't buy both, especially on a week like this where there's so many books. But the B cover is fantastic. I definitely, it depends on what you're in it for. This is definitely the fun cover is the B cover and the like artsy design cover is the A cover. Yeah, but the but, design is cool yeah, and, and it's this, the coolest thing about this. And this is what Al Ewing is really good at is latching onto these little things that are just like maybe like one issue. Like in this one, the whole action of this issue takes place in the white hot room, which is uh, there's. And I don't, my memory is, is, is not awesome, but basically the white hot room is where the Phoenix comes from. So when she says she's the Phoenix, this is Taya, which is Galactus's mom, uh, she becomes the Phoenix, but she doesn't become the Phoenix. She becomes the room where the Phoenix comes from. It's a distinction, but it's like, it's very cosmic. Um, but there's a an old classic X-Men with a backup that, that Claremont wrote, and I'm pretty sure John Bolton did the art for, if I remember it right. I it was You are remembering it fairly correctly. So it's that it's well, there's a room that's being built by this construction worker, and Jean Grey shows up there and has this like the whole thing is just like a talking story between her and this construction worker. And I, I remember reading the story. I don't, it's not fresh in my head, but this whole thing, like it's in that place where that construction worker so, is there. Yeah, yeah. So essentially the white, ho- the, uh, what is it? The white hot room yeah. is essentially heaven. Yes. It's like heaven of the Marvel universe. Yes. Sort of, it's also known as the above place Okay. in certain stories. But it's so, also being constructed yeah, so, by yeah. a construction yes. worker. Yeah, like a like a, but there is and and I I I understand completely my bias, but this is a goddamn awesome tigra. <laughs> like, there's a tigra moment at the end of it that is like so next level fucking nice. awesome. I love it. It's like potential. When I read all the like, I collected all of the early tigra appearances because I just got like really into like just this was my yeah. Marvel narrative. This yeah, yeah. was my Spider Man that I wanted to like. I wanted that story and there's like it's such a wasted potential like there's oh true they just like they there was potential great potential and it just like they didn't do anything with it and then it just like forgot it and then eventually you know became an avenger and all that stuff 
this is like literally like Tigra from the last Marvel chillers yep. to this. It's like, there's a direct link to it. Nice. And it's like, this is the character that I th- wanted them to do yeah, in yeah. those early ones that like, they didn't even do in the appearance in the early appearances, like maybe in the giant size chillers one, but like, right. anyway, it's great. I think Devenders beyond is, is awesome. The blue Marvel is great in it. Uh, America is great in it. Um, Loki is great in it. Like it's just, it's just, it's a great cast. It's a great choice. Yeah, I love it. It yeah, is yeah. weird that there are two books that America is in right now, two team books, which we'll talk about the other one later. They have but. been pushing America Chavez super yeah. hard. Yeah, there. Uh, but she's I, good in this one. She I has believe... that mask that lets her beat up anyone, and she has a fist fight with the Phoenix. <laughs> it's awesome. I believe they call it uh, putting someone over, and I think that's. Yeah. I think it's uh, in in the world of wrestling, it's called putting someone over, and I think that's what they're trying to do. Is they're trying to put her over as a character. Yeah. So. Well, uh, I think Al Ewing is trying to put Blue Marvel over as a character, and it's it's working for me. Like I'm that's super crazy. into Blue Marvel. Like Blue he's, Marvel's a tough one, man. He's I, cool. Like, he's he's like that one story works for me. I love the Blue Marvel story. Yeah. There's there's a couple of holes in it. As I never far read as I'm that. Concerned. Uh, it, okay, so here's. Oh God, I, we shouldn't do this. <laughs> yeah, but we, I, should, I we, have, we should though. We just a tiny tiny bit. It's like I just have this little itsy bitsy problem with the Blue Marvel. So it's imagine I get it. Racist fucking country. Racist as shit. Super, super racist. You know, Blue Marvel shows up and he is Superman. He is legitimately Marvel Superman, has pretty much Superman's powers. Yep. JFK is like, dude, if you go out there, there's going to be riots. You need to not use your superpowers because it's going to get black people killed. You know, if you are out there, it's going to make all of these people nervous and you can't do this. And it's like, fuck them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I I don't know any other way to say it, but that was the that was the general conceit of the Blue Marvel comic was, oh, no, we got to hide you because you're going to make white people uncomfortable. And I'm like, yeah. so let them be uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah, I mean it's 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 weird. So it's like and basically also like oh, uh, Galactus is here. Yeah, you could punch him out because you're basically Superman. But we're just gonna let this play out because being black, you're really gonna make white people yeah, nervous that, if you punch Galactus in I'd, the face. I, I'm not sure that I, if I were introducing the character, I would want to introduce him in past continuity because it does like yeah, yeah. he he is able to have a fist fight with the Phoenix. Yeah, like he is able to do like crazy shit yeah, that yeah. like. He's Superman. He is Superman, but he's Superman. They did that with the Sentry, and and it didn't work. Whereas this People version still love the Sentry. I think the Sentry is so whack. So do I. Um, but this, uh, I don't know. I just I like him in the modern, and I uh, he cured Galactus. Like yeah, you yeah. know that that one Ultimate <laughs> yes. series where it was him and um, Monica and uh, whoever else. I think America was on that team too, actually. Yeah, maybe. Um, and they like basically like they just solved Galactus. Yep. Like in a it's like Reed Richards never fucking did that. Like this but guy is they, like. But wasn't it another Reed Richards situation where they're like, oh fuck, there's always supposed to be a Galactus. No, they solved Galactus. He turned and he into was, the life bringer. He, he was the life bringer, and then Marvel was like, "We can't have this," so they made him into Galactus, and then they did the thing that they did with him most recently, which was in Fantastic Four, where they he's still Galactus, 
but now he's in like the other part of space that isn't our space. So like the fact that he's eating whole planets again is fine. But like I mean, it was cool. Like why not have Galactus still be like who Galactus yeah. was, but he just like invents planets as opposed right. to eats planets. Like that was brilliant, and that should have been like a turnaround for the character. Mm-hmm. But it's it, when you have IP. Yeah, yeah. It's like no, it's you true. know. If you're if you're gonna want to appeal to the sixty year olds that read the story when it came right. out, the although half of those people just want to bitch about how they, bad they, all the new comics that's what are. They all anyway. want, that's all they care about is bitching about new comics. So fuck those guys. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like I would much rather read, uh, like, or yeah. I, I would rather know that there's this cool ass story where this guy solved Galactus and then right. now Galactus is different. Like it's cool, especially with Marvel being like the continue, the one continuously yeah, published yeah. St- uh, story that's been going since 1963 right. or whatever, you know, like have it be a story, have it have things like he, he was, he, he, they changed him for like a year and then like changed him back, yeah. you know, some, you know, Donny Cates wanted him to be eating planets again. So they had to change him back or whatever, yep. you know, I don't, sorry, Donny Cates, if you're listening, <laughs> maybe it wasn't you, but I'm pretty it's sure like it was I've always in his said, comic where it happened. <laughs> Garfield should be dead in continuity. Uh, anyway, uh, Demon Slayer, uh, Kimitsu no Yabaya, uh, Really butchered the shit out of that. Uh, Volume 7 is out. Uh, Department of Truth number 21 is out. Uh, Detective Comics 1064 is out. Mm. Um, This one was starting to get a little trippy for me, but then they recentered it, and I'm I'm into it. We've got 8 Billion Genies number (laughs) 5. Speaking of trippy. Speaking of trippy. uh, This book is wonderful. I don't need to say anything about it because people are buying it just because people are dumb. What? <laughs> no, they're not reading it. They're just buying it because it has fucking IP potential. Oh, for because it got optioned. An Amazon series? Are you kidding me? Uh, Have you seen Amazon series? It's, this is. I don't know how you'd do this without d- a massive budget. I don't know either. Maybe maybe as a cartoon. Do you think Amazon has enough money to do it? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe <laughs> they might. Maybe they'll run out. Uh, that's that might be the thing that puts them under. Fingers crossed. That's the thing that puts yeah, them under. <laughs> go eight billion genies. Go yeah, exactly. Uh, we've got Fist of the North Star hardcover volume six, and uh, shit, I didn't read this. This was my actually my number one most looked forward to book this week. Flawed number one. I did read it and I did buy it, and I mean, this pitch was killer. I mean. Uh, psychiatrist by day, uh, serial killer or uh, vengeance killer by night. That's exactly what it is. It's a there's a, so it's like um, I think it's like regular Earth, but there's like a fake city, and so it's and and I I could. I don't want to give away like the conceit of it, but there's like, obviously, so there's like a greater story going on, but this character who is like, she, she basically is like talking to someone who's uh, been victimized by um, a family member Mm -hmm. being killed by this skin Walker serial killer. And so then she goes out to murder the fuck out of this guy, (laughs) which proves to be slightly more difficult because it's like, it's magic, you know, there's like magic going on, but, um, but it's cool. And, I, I dug it. I, I, I dug it. It was of, as, of the number ones this week. Uh, it was a hard. I had to pick one of two, and and I picked that one because I thought it was just a little bit stronger than the other one that I liked. As I, one of the things I I said in the newsletter too is that if somebody didn't make 
a shop variant of this with the angel uh, movie poster, then they're fucking up. I don't know what the angel movie poster. Do you remember do you remember that classic exploitation film from the eighties, Angel? Uh I don't. Student by day, hooker by night. <laughs> no, I don't yeah, remember yeah. that at all. She's just standing there in like a little dress, but she's got a gun on the side. She's like Nice. Super badass. Yeah. Really weird. Hmm. I love that. Nice. Uh so Fortnite X Marvel Zero War number five of the five is out. Fortnite ten Marvel Zero. <laughs> Damn it. Fortnite wins again. Flawless victory. <laughs> Fatality. <laughs> Babality. Oh. <laughs> Future State Gotham Trade Paperback Volume Two. The next Joker. Ah, it's good. It's it's real good. It this is, is where good. it's like Milano Giannis, but also Jeffo, who is also great. <laughs> who sounds like a child's magician. Jeffo. <laughs> I'm, super, I'm super into Jeffo. Jeffo is on my list of like, I will check it out. If yeah, Jeffo absolutely. Draws it, if I, I ever have a kid out. and he needs a magician for his birthday party, <laughs> Jeffo is hired. Why are you hating on Jeffo? <laughs> uh, Gambit, number three of five. I skipped. And it's set in the past continuity. I'm not interested. Cher, but Cher, Cher. Wait, Cher wrote it? Cher. Cher wrote it, Cher. Uh, I have, I just read, okay, so we were talking, I can't remember what we were talking about, but it basically, something you had said on one of these podcasts had basically alerted me. I was just like, you mentioned a couple of characters and I was like, that does those people weren't in Executioner Song. I was like, I don't remember this. Uh, the the fucking we were talking about that stupid pop musician that isn't Dazzler. Uh, oh, Nightcat. Nope, other one. I don't know. Uh, she just has a a human name. Oh, Leela Cheney. Leela Cheney. Yeah. Um, and I was like, <laughs> Nightcat. <laughs> it definitely was not Nightcat. Although that is a story for another podcast. That is a crazy story. Uh, but I was like, I don't remember her, and then. I basically had to go back and I was like, I've never read Executioner's Song. Oh, wow. And I went back and I read the whole thing. And it's then kept, not bad. Kept going. It was not bad. It's not bad. I really enjoyed it. And I had not read the arc with Gambit and Storm. Oh, when so, she's a kid? Yes. Oh, okay. Because I was like, oh, it must have taken place in the past. No, because she'd been turned into a fucking kid yeah. by the nanny. Yeah. And that's why, oh, maybe that was it. I think it was the or, the uh, orphan maker and the nanny. Oh, did I tell you about the letter I wrote to Marvel that got published that mentions them? Yes. Is that why it I came think up? that's why. And I was like, what? where the hell did the... Because I was remembering them from the X-Man series. Yeah. And that was all I could remember. They just brought them back. Apparently, they're in the yeah, new... Yeah, yeah, they're, the, they're in the, a bunch of stuff right part now. part of the... Thing. So that's why I wasn't remembering any of this stuff. I wasn't remembering huh. Orphan Maker. I wasn't remembering any of that stuff. Yeah. So that was X Factor. I enjoyed that. Hmm. So I, yeah, the the, the the Gambit with Kid Storm was like when Gambit like his first appearance. I think yes. it's like he's hanging out with Kid Storm. Yeah, and I can see why people hate him. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I liked him when I was an X Men reader at the time. What was what was, was the deal him. with his powers? He had something stupid with his powers back then. Like he had to stare at the cards and energy came out of his eyes. 
Oh, I don't. I don't remember. That it was something. It was detail. something like that. Where like he like Can't he some... when he charged the cards or charged whatever objects, he literally had like eye beams or something very stupid. <laughs> so I'm glad they got rid of that. Yeah, definitely. It's <laughs> um, whack. It was. Uh, Gantz Omnibus Trade Paperback Volume Ten is out. Gantz. Uh, g- uh, penis Marvel. Um, <laughs> Genus Vel. Oh, that's what it is. Sorry, I'm. Uh, I got mail today from <laughs> pens.com and I was like that's t- <laughs> come on <laughs> from penisland.com <laughs> uh <laughs> let's see we got a hardcover of <laughs> pen island <laughs> uh we're, we're we're emotionally 5 we are emotionally 5 years old also, I think we're both really punchy. I, yeah, I I'm a little punchy. I, I didn't have my second on. cup of coffee today. Uh, G.I. Joe, Real American Hero, hardcover, Rise of Serpentor. See, mm. it's another penis thing. Serpent. <laughs> Rise of Serpentor. <laughs> Come on. I'm not making this. I'm not doing this. It's the world that's doing this to me. Uh, the comic is one panel. <laughs> Whoa. Check Actually, it's out. just one page. <laughs> and it just folds it's up. It's a nine-panel grid. <laughs> um... Grim number five. Ah, it's good. Ends the arc. I like Grim. Grim's good. I like Grim. Grim is good. I like Grim. Grim is good. Yeah, Grim is good. I mean, Grim. I I'm really glad I bought that first issue. Did I you like both like of that? What? <laughs> Sorry, it's a descendant song. I don't know what you said. Uh, would you like whale sperm with that? Is oh. actually what they say in the song. Uh. Uh, and in the other recording, I believe they say, "Would you like Bill sperm with that?" <laughs> Uh, I like food by the Descendants. Oh, I never listened to the Descendants because I'm not cool. Damn it! They were on the uh, that song was on the Pump Up the Volume soundtrack and in the movie. Then I have heard that song, but I just don't remember it. <laughs> you even the heard... only version of Pump Up the Volume soundtrack I have is a cassette tape that I recorded, and oh, I didn't wow. record every song. And I think because I didn't listen to the Descendants, I didn't put that song on there. I really, really liked that at the time. I really liked oh, the that movie? soundtrack. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was great. I mean, the, the, uh, the, the UK Ro- surf, Pete the Rollins Pixies. band cover of of uh, Kick Out the Jams. Oh with, God, yeah. With Bad Brains. Yeah. Come definitely. on. Definitely. That was my introduction to the MC5. Yeah, that's pretty great. That was great. Although you watch that movie now, and it's like he spent a lot of time pretending to masturbate in that movie. <laughs> Christian I, have, I literally have not seen it since oh, the 90s. Hard on Harry. Like, it's That's like literally right. like his whole deal is pretending to jerk off. Like he makes like oh, a yeah. like a That's like a right. cheek. He pulls his cheek out to make like a like a fapping sound. Huh. <laughs> it's like his whole deal. It's, That's it right. did not age well. <laughs> In the 90s you could jerk off on the radio, but these days In the 90s, people just don't like it. I mean Maybe it did. it's not. Yeah, I don't know. It it wouldn't get made today. I think it's at least dumb. not in the same way. No, I think it's it only worked because we were teenagers when we saw it. Well, we also thought that like you know, revolution rock was like a thing. You yeah. know, like we were pretty fucking dumb. Yeah, I don't know. I just remembered the hypnotics today when I was talking about that era, oh, holy and I was shit. like, I gotta listen to them again. And I found out their entire catalog has been remastered, and I'm like, yes, <laughs> nice. I'm gonna listen to all of it. Um, are you going to read Harley Quinn number 22? I did Who read Harley Quinn. Who killed Harley Quinn? It's a new story arc. Was it Was it the dog? No, it's a mystery. You don't find oh. out in this issue. Was it Batman? 
No. Well, I mean, maybe. I don't know Good. who it was. We don't know who it was. Let's it, hope it's it was. not solved in this one issue. It's a multi-issue storyline. She gets murdered, and they throw her in a Lazarus pit. Are you sure it wasn't the Hamburglar? It could have been him. Okay. It, could, it literally could have been you. It could have been oh, anyone. Oh, my God. It I might have been is. me. Actually, I know it wasn't me because I know I didn't do it. Okay. But anyone but else is on the list. That. Okay. Yeah, you don't know. As far as you're concerned. You could. Do Unless <laughs> you did it, and then you know that you did it. I'm trying to throw you off the, <laughs> off the trail. <laughs> Uh, what about Heart Eyes, number two? I like Heart Eyes. It took me a second because I liked number one, and I didn't remember it. I think maybe it's been a while since it came out, like maybe more than a month. I don't know. Anyway. It's so hard for me to not sing that line. What line? It's been a while. <laughs> it's been a while. Uh, however, uh, I did flip through it, and I remembered the twist ending of number one, and I think Heart Eyes is cool. Yeah, it's um, great. It's a, it's, a, it's a weird demonic apocalypse kind of thing with a twist uh, that is cool. With but a twist of lemon. If you didn't, Lyman, actually. Um, if you didn't read Bill number Lyman. one, though, and you're like, oh, that sounds like something I'd be into, definitely get number one and number two, because- yeah. Number two, you open with the 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 twist already being yeah. part. I mean, kind of. They hold it back a little bit, but you know, I don't know if you're sold out of number one. House of Laughter, number nine. Slaughter. Ah, uh, slaughter. Yes. Uh, Human Target, number seven. It's pretty good. I hate this place. Number five. <laughs> they actually use in this one, uh, they use the dialogue. It, there's two lines of dialogue. One line is, I fucking hate this fucking place. And one line of dialogue is, I hate this place. <laughs> or one Perfect. is, fuck this fucking place. And one, like, they literally, like, have <laughs> yeah, yeah. not only, it's because I have, like, a thing of, like, when the title of the, yep. uh, of the, film is spoken as dialogue yes. in the film and in this one it's like not only is one of the titles spoken both are nice. spoken independently but for some I, reason it works i, I like legitimately kyle. did that in red wraith oh nice yeah well this is uh kyle starks is is writing this and he's fantastic so i really like this comic what Fun. about a real comic like justice league versus <laughs> the legion of superheroes hmm. it made it six whole issues before well, it's a six-issue miniseries, so it's six it's issues. good that it made it six issues. I mean, I it, okay. You say that you say that you're <laughs> you say that like you're you're assured that a uh, a Legion of Superheroes miniseries will make it to the end of the numbers that it was promised, but I can assure you that that does not always happen. There have been several where that did not yeah. happen. If yeah. memory serves, this is just like. The tail end of Bendis is whatever Bendis was doing. This is this is the like the the final bump. Bendis like Beckham. Yes, um, nice. Lazarus Risen number seven. I did not read it. Magic Order number three. Also did not read it. Marvel Voices Community. Uh, there was one really good story in it, and it looks pretty good. Uh, but I did not really read it. Miles Morales. Spider-Man. Final issue of Saladin Ahmed's run. Oh, um, man. It's Miles' prom. <laughs> Hijinks and Sue. Mine Little Pony. <laughs> Mine Lieber Schatzen Der Pony, number five. Uh, how about Nice House on the Lake, number 10 of 12? It's got a s real saucy cover. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's just made mostly of sauce. Yes. Uh, ragu. Let me tell you something. <laughs> Don't touch it unless you're wearing gloves. <laughs> no matter what you say, Fury Sun is scary. Graphic novel, volume four, trade paperback. Oh. 
Old Dog Number One by Declan Shelby. Uh, I'm very surprised I didn't pick this up, but it is not like I had to make some cuts. And uh, I really like Declan Shelby's art, and the artist in this is really good. It feels mm. kind of like a Nick Fury story to me. Interesting. Um, it just was like I don't know another guy running around with a gun. Yeah. I just, just kind of I don't know, man. The last few Declan Shelby good. books have just not been my cup of tea. Well, the last few that have come out, he hasn't drawn. That's fair. This one he drew. It's good. Oh, the art is very good, but it's just not the type of story that was going to make the cut this on a week where there were this many books. What about Pentagram of Horror, number five? Oh, I forgot to look at it. Well, I bet it was horrible. <laughs> um, and uh, Pink Lemonade, number one. Yeah. I am a huge fan of this comic. I thought it was awesome. Yeah. I'm I'm actually an old uh, I'm an old old school fan of this. Like I have the uh, the the basically self produced issues. I kick, nice. they kickstarted them, and I used to I supported every one of the kickstarters. And then that guy that published them was just like can't right. I don't know I'm not going to go down that road. But um, yeah, some anyway, dumb crap happened. Yeah, yeah. It just like they just stopped coming out because Nick Cagnetti. <laughs> was like I want my comics to come out so he went with another publisher which in this case is Oni yeah. Oni Oni so this is a new number one and it's um, a or delight it's actually it's entirely possible that it is just the first issue yeah again I'm sure I don't know I don't I feel like it isn't but it might be but I don't know either way this art is phenomenal it it's is great it's it's great because it's one of these things I mean it's I know that you have a thing against Allred, so I know this is a weird one, but to me, it reminds me a lot of reading really good Mike Allred in the 90s. Yeah. Like when it's I was got a reading Mad like, feel to like it. Triple A and like the crazy shit's going on. The backgrounds are beautiful. He just like, he fills up the page with madness. Like it's just, yeah. it's so Technicolor and just like everything is really beautiful. And it's a comic for people who love comic books. Like, if you like comic books, yeah, this is for you. It's just, it's, it is just a wonderful version. It's a very sweet story that is also sometimes has like funny, gory bits, but not a lot. It's just yeah, like, it's like it's very. It picks very cleanly when it chooses to be over the top. It's like it's got bits of Hernandez brothers in it. Yeah. It's got like. It, I would actually say that's a pretty apt. Uh, it has like a sort of like, yeah, like it's got post, a, it's a post love and rockets kind of thing. Bag thing to it. Yeah, I see. Shaky Kane is also Shaky like a really. Kane is a huge yeah. influence on this. I mean, I definitely see. Um, what was Peter Bag's like? Dork. I see a lot of dork in this. Oh, you mean you're talking about Evan Dork? So, uh, is it dork? No, it's not dork then. But oh. I but I also see Evan Dorkin in this. Peter Bag was hate. Hate. That's uh, eight ball. Eight ball. No, that's close. That was close. I think. Yeah, it was close. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it was. Um, yes, that was close. It was. Uh, yeah, velvet yeah. glove in a fist of wearing or whatever the fuck. That is Charles Burns. Mm, no. No. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, we're getting all our shit we're confused. Getting, no, Charles Burns is a is black black uh, black hole. <laughs> black hole sun. 
God. Black Hole Sun. Yeah, yeah no, but, the, but this is like it's it's fun. It's like Saturday morning cartoons, like kind of just. Yeah. And and if you look at Pink Lemonade, the design, she's got this really funny helmet. <laughs> so it looks like this kind of like it looks like a bobblehead. It looks like a bobblehead, but it's a mask. It's like she's like a like a human proportioned character, yeah, and yeah. all of the characters are. But then she puts on the helmet. She puts on that helmet, and uh, because she's influenced by a. Uh, I don't, not really a TV superhero, a real, a, but a real TV superhero is that? Correct? Well, no, it's a, it's like so. It is not. It's are you talking about real. OJ Bot? Yes, OJ. That's Orange Juice Bot, yes. not like Simpson. Uh, yeah, no, it's like he's like a cartoon. He's like the Brown Hornet for Fat Albert, kind of. Mm-hmm. Yes, and uh, it's just great. It's fucking yeah, great. It's really fun. Uh, yeah, I, I was psyched that it was here. I'm psyched that it came out. And I would uh, definitely say that this again. is. Up in the in my top ep- echelon of picks of the week. Yeah, I wouldn't have pegged you as enjoying it as much as you did, but oh I'm glad God. you did. I, I, think, it's, it I think it's a great book. Uh, Red Man number four is out. I, I like this book. I forgot to read. It. I know you like it. I read the last one. I it was love good. the art, and I just I it's just there are very few books that actually have a bunch of fucking kaiju's fighting in them. You know, like yeah. usually it's just a bullshit version of that, and it's a bunch of dudes talking in a control room. And it's like I don't want that. I want a bunch of fucking monsters fighting, and yes. that's what you get when you when you read Red Man. Nice. Uh, I wish it had a different name because it's like, yeah, I know that it's a Japanese translation and it's referring to something, but it also has weird connotations of racism, and also it's just kind of, yeah. you know, there was a fucking chewing tobacco that had a racist Native American mascot, and like also the rapper. There's the I mean, and there's also with- Red Man the rapper. It's it's a little weird, yeah. uh, but either way, it's still a great comic. Um, yeah. Another great comic was the Roadie. I very much enjoyed yeah, the Roadie. It's like a tamed down scumbag, sort of. <laughs> Except yeah. he's not a scumbag he's at all. He's not really a scumbag. He's like he's a actually a very really virtuous, nice, like, like stand up guy. Virtuous. Yeah, and 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 he knows a lot about uh, music. Yes, um, this is like one of those. Like, I don't. I think maybe the audience is like relatively uh narrow for it you know like i think that like a lot of the the references and things in it are not you know someone like you or i who know all those music references you know it's definitely for music but it's also for like you know fans of like horror you know like there's like a horror movie angle um and the basic concept is that this guy is a roadie who has like he's a demon fighter and he, as his role as Rhodey, he does like this special effects, essentially like pyro uh, effects, where he summons demons and then banishes them. But it happens on stage, so people think it's part of the spectacle or whatever. Um, and then he gets significantly older, and it turns out that uh, Satan has been overthrown in hell by one of the demons that he called up. And this maggot tongue person is now the ascendant in in hell and so they're trying to get him to um play a role in satan coming back to power and it involves his daughter who is he didn't know he had and who is a rapper perfect (laughs) that's couldn't have said it better yeah uh, so Sandman Universe Nightmare Country number six is out. Great. Uh, Sa- Shadow Service number fifteen is continuing. This is also a very fun series. 
Mm. Uh, Shang-Chi and the Ten Rings. Number three is out. Uh, we've got Sins of the Black Flamingo, number four out of five. Totally sold out because of the hot, hot cover. Oh, yeah? <laughs> I think that's why it's sold out. Uh, Skybound presents After School number three of four. Oh, so oh, into this one. Yeah, I think honestly it might be my favorite comic of the week. It's, it's definitely up there for me. It's been consistently good. This yep. third issue is my favorite one yet. Yeah, this is this is really good. Um, yeah, no, uh, no argument here. Yeah. It was really good. If you like if you like slasher films, uh, you definitely are gonna dig the the the. Would, I, it's not a twist. It's just like a uh, an actual clever new take on a slasher film. Yeah, absolutely. But in a comic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I totally agree. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, let's see. And next up is so I'm a spider. So what? Volume four. <laughs> we got Sonic the Hedgehog. Uh, that is a thing. Uh. We've got uh, Spawn Scorched, number 10. Scorched. We have Star Wars Dr. Aphra, number 24. Okay. Uh, we have Star Wars Han Solo, Chewbacca, number 6. Cool. We have Stillwater. Stillwater. Uh, number 15. And Superman Space Age, number 2 of 3. I'm pretty pretty good. I love Mark Russell, so... <laughs> Yes. Also, Michael Alred's doing a good job. I'm... Oh, my God. I'm trying to look this fucking thing up. (laughs) Yeah, you are doing something. I know. I'm really... I'm really... I'm I'm fucking dusting this fucking podcast right now. I'm sorry. Uh, Task Force Z, number 12, is out. That's the last one of the series. Uh, People... This is a weird series because, like, normally you just see a, a comic, the numbers just go down as the all the way to the end and that's just kind of it this one exactly the opposite more and more people have gotten on board for task force z huh. since the beginning i've been noticing the numbers go up consistently since it started interesting yeah very odd yeah. but i mean i don't think it's a bad quality book it doesn't interest me because yeah. it just like i don't know like i just the lazarus thing is like just way overdone right now for DC, but True. you know, whatever. It's like, I mean, honestly, like, there's no Suicide Squad book. It's the closest thing to a Suicide Squad yep. book that's on the stands. So maybe that's part of what that it is. That might be it. Uh, Thor number twenty-seven is out. I dropped it. Uh, what about Thunderbolt number two? I liked it, and there's a new character who's really funny. His name is Egro. Egro <laughs> uh, the Unbreakable. Huh. Yeah, it's he's it's goofy, but he actually joins the team. Oh, oh wait, shit. Sorry. What? <laughs> I mean, that's a big spoiler. Oh, whatever. Nobody cares. Okay. As long as no one cares. I don't think so. Yeah, I, I, I like Thunderbolts. I, I'm not wild about the art, but it's not bad. Um, it's I, There's no way this comic is going to last. Like, it's I, like six issues. 12 i i would be very surprised if this made it to 12 like it's like a team with like almost zero recognizable characters also Uh, like i'm sorry but like luke cage has to wear shirts that aren't yellow every once in a while like it's just so (laughs) dumb it's so dumb oh i also i wanted to because this is what i was looking up because my brain could not pull it out because it has four fucking names is probably why i would say 
if you liked the movie Dial Code Santa Claus, which is a favorite movie of mine, it's also called Deadly Games and like six other things and like 3515, I think is another name for it. It's a foreign film. Um, if you enjoyed that, it's essentially what if uh, Home Alone was a survival movie. Uh, oh. And uh, if you enjoyed that movie, you will enjoy After School. Oh. It's, it's, it's a very similar kind of thing. Okay. So... Yeah, I'm less versed in in horror films. Like to me, the concept of this, this was this like was done, something I had this never. Was absolutely to me. not, not a. It was not derivative. I would just say that it is. It definitely gives you that same kind of vibe. Like R I Y L. Yes. Do you know that acronym? Recommended if you like. Oh, ah, that's what you mean. Yeah. It was. Uh, I saw it on a poster once, and I got mm. really drunk, and then spray painted on a bunch of stuff. <laughs> It's very confusing. <laughs> it All right, not my not not my proudest moment. Uh, what about "Thus Spoke Rohan Kashubi" graphic novel volume one? I also spray painted that everywhere. Wow, that's very strange. This is, of course. As we all know, a spin-off of JoJo's bizarre adventure. JoJo Siwa. And that is a bizarre adventure, I will tell you. JoJo Siwa has the most bizarre adventures of all. Uh, Tim Drake Robin, his adventures, I not so bizarre. You know, was very much prepared to completely ignore this comic, but it is, yeah, as, yeah. as a fan of a real, like, well-crafted mystery comic... I like this because it's like, here's the clues, here's the mystery, figure it out. Like, there aren't a lot of comics, and I hope the payoff is good because I get burned on these a lot of the time, like long Halloween. But, um, you know. Yeah, yeah. I think that this uh, being a self-contained miniseries, or is this an ongoing? Uh, I believe it's supposed to be an ongoing. Oh, that's cool. I like Riley Rospo, and I'm glad to not see him draw that weird-necked Harley Quinn yeah, yeah. character. I just, like, can't handle that character <laughs> at all. I don't know. Like, just the idea of someone tattooing their neck fat is, like, so gross to me. And, uh, it's, like, triggering. With a big with a big mouth on it. I mean, regardless of what's on no, it. Like, okay. I mean, I have a face tattoo thing in general. Like, I just... But, like, I've kind of become don't more... Don't tattoo faces on yourself. I won't. I... I, I I don't, you know, I, I don't, people get into their things and, and people's things are their things and tattooing on your face is just a thing that's around more, but like tattooing your neck fat is like so fucking gross to me. And in general, neck tats still way worse than face tats. Oh, interesting. Like, I don't know. Like I maybe it's just the idea of a needle going into my neck or something. Oof. Like I just like, I don't know, but like huh. I can't, I cannot stand that character and particularly the way Riley Rosmo drew him. Like I was just like, I can't, I cannot read this comic. Like I cannot do it. I had to drop it. And I like Harley Quinn. I would buy a Harley Quinn comic when, and she, that guy is in the new one. And I'm just like, no, not doing it. Well, if Sorry. you, if what you really need is, uh, the, the straight up Tom of Finland, uh, cover for this, the one in 25 is another one of those, uh, Sweeney boo, uh, like super, uh, like virtually pornographic uh, covers of a Robin looking <sighs> super hot and like leaning back, yeah, like he's at an Abercrombie and Fitch or in a gay porno, yeah. Either way, pretty great. Like that black flamingo artist. Yeah, does. it's it's very similar. Yeah, it's like. Yes, but that's know. but that's an erotic gay comic, whereas this is right. a fucking Batman comic. Right, right, right. 
Uh, well, that same artist just drew the last issue a, of World's Finest. There's a place for everything. And there everything is. In there its is. Place. I'm just that's. <laughs> I'm. I'm not going to pay a dollar more for that comic. But no. you know, if you want to, awesome. Go for it. Uh, TMNT slash Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles figure, uh, forty bucks. Look at that. He's worth it. He's worth every penny. Yeah, it's a pretty uh, cool figure. It is a cool figure. I uh, didn't even know there was an evil turtle. <laughs> yes, uh, and. Because uh, weirdly, uh, oh my god, did you see that panel I posted on my dollar binge of the fucking turtle monster from the Boris Karloff comic? Yes, it's like literally like a Teenage Mutant Ninja yeah. Turtle from like the 70s. It's so weird, yeah, it is weird. He um, likes disco music. <laughs> <laughs> a turtle would never like disco music, he mm. likes vanilla ice. Everyone knows that, mm, but you know, what is vanilla ice sample? Uh, Queen. I rest my case. The Queen. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. <laughs> ding 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 ding. Hello. Ding 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 ding. Corpies. Ding 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 ding. I'm dead. Ding 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 ding. Uh, all right. Uh, we we kill us. <laughs> <laughs> we have a complete selection of the uh, the reaction Godzilla figures, which is uh, Godzilla fifty four, Godzilla fifty seven. A Mecha Godzilla, a Mothra, and a Rodan. Oh man, that Mothra is so cool! It is so cool. Comes Mothra is my egg. favorite kaiju, I personally. Mean, mine as well, I believe. I like that. I like the the. Uh, I like that the Mothra comes with the egg, and also, but it should come with the twins. Of as course, well. it should. Well, you don't know that it doesn't because it's true. They might be inside the egg. Honestly, they would be so small at that proportion that you would never see them. That's true. They would literally be microscopic. Oh yeah. It would be hard to mold plastic that tiny. It would be. <laughs> okay, free pass, <laughs> Super 7. Uh, Toilet-bound Hanako. Oh, Toilet-bound Hanako-kun. Graphic novel, volume 16. All right. Transformers IDW Collection, phase 3, hardcover, volume 3. Oh. Transformers Shattered Glass, number 2, number 2. I think that you should have given the same in, in, uh, uh, emphasis to Toilet-bound Hanako-kun that you gave to the... Uh, Transformers. Well, I personally. don't think I can. <laughs> I was not confident enough in my pronunciation to do I just it. pronounced it wrong willfully and gleefully. Oh, okay. Cool. Uh Transformers Shattered Glass. We've got the return of Turbo Kid. Uh Skeletron oh. Unleashed. That's a cool looking comic. Good yeah, art. Yes. It is the horrible love I love Turbo Kid. It's one of my favorite films. You have a poster of it. I in, d- there's the a poster of it from when we put on a screening of it at space gallery in our downstairs hallway um you're not allowed to go down there i'm sorry everyone i get to see it (laughs) (laughs) it's too dangerous for anyone who's (laughs) not under my insurance to be there honestly uh wait does that mean i can't go down again? now you can't ever go down again until i put you on our insurance policy uh so yes very cool if you haven't Turbo seen Kid. if you haven't seen Turbo Kid yet, you should probably go see it. It's great. Uh, and one of my favorite toy things that has been released in forever. Oh wow! Is the NECA their versions of the Remco Mini Monsters redone as eight inch figures? Oh yeah, those using, are cool looking. They're using the same uh, the same backers and everything except. These backers, instead of being that flimsy old school cardboard, it's a thick 
chunk of cardboard, mm. making it much more difficult to destroy them, which is really awesome. Nice. I really like it. They display really well. They glow in the dark, and they look just like like the the Wolfman, especially. They resculpted the head of the Wolfman to make it look just like the Remco figure. It's awesome. I am a huge fan of these figures. They were my favorite toys as a kid. Uh, it's one of the few series that I basically own everything of. Oh. I have all of them. I have the weird mini monster playset. Just a big fan of these monsters. Nice. And in the same vein as that, NECA continuing to do monsters very well, uh, there is Leonardo as the Hunchback of Notre Dame. Ooh. And they have him as Leonardo as the Hunchback, which... Listen, again, there's a hundred things that are wrong with that. Number one, everybody, no, no more, no more monsters that are a physical deformity. Let's, let's just fucking skip that. Number two, he's not the hunchback also. So he's fucking Igor. This is Igor. He's not the hunchback. He has a brain in a jar. He is kind of, he's hunched over. He's got a weird beard like he's very much the uh he's the version of igor that was portrayed by bella lugosi in son of frankenstein uh whichever one he was whichever one he was igor in but it's it's very much he is igor 100 percent, and instead they call him the hunchback so you went out of your way to have the most problematic of all of the universal monsters and and then you didn't even do that and you monster. Didn't, it's not even really that monster. It's not like he comes with a bell. He doesn't have, like, <laughs> you know, he's... A rope to swing from. Right. If he he comes he comes with... Doesn't he swing down on a rope at some it point? It does. Yeah, I, I mean, know. he would have little figurines that he had carved. Ah, yes. You know, that figurines. would be a thing that he would come with, as opposed to Perhaps brain kind of... in a jar, which is an Igor thing. Like an organ... <laughs> Yeah, exactly. That's the Phantom of the Opera. Opera. Uh, Or potentially the Phantom of the Paradise. Mm. Um, Okay, so anyway, either way. They should make an action figure of Donnie Most from that episode of Chips. Yes, they should. Where he was the red phantom or whatever. (laughs) Yes, they should. Uh, And they should also make a Phantom of the Paradise figure. Ah. We've got Vampirella Year One. Mm-hmm. You have to ask someone else what it's like, because I'm not reading it. Wild cards, drawing of cards, number three. Drawing of cards. Uh, X-Men, number 15. Pretty good. And Young Justice, Justice Targets of Targets. If you're a fan of the cartoon, then you're probably a fan of this comic. And of other things. (laughs) True. (laughs) A truer statement was never made. I'm sorry, we went way too long, and now my brain stopped working. Yeah. Uh, Okay, so yeah, we're just going to call it good now. That is all of it, Uh, but thank you for listening, and uh, follow us at Coast City Comics, at I'm Actually Comics, and uh, buy things from CoastCityComics.com, please. And that is the deal, and uh, we will see you next week. Uh, Good night. Good night.